Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Dusty Dimes with your host, TJ Plogger, Mike Warfield. TJ, what's going on, brother? What's up, buddy? How are you? Not too much, man. Just hanging in there, you know. Finally done with school for a little bit, so I got a week off. Just kind of finally have time to do a podcast, you know. I fucking hear you. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what. It's kind of one of those things that we're dude, so much going on right now, and then now coaching on top of that. Just it's tough. It is. It is. I hear you now. It's with me, man. I got it's work, coaching, and coaching landed. <laughs> landed up on Wednesday. Fucking Lanny, man. Such a beauty. The legend. The legend starting. Yo, so how'd your weekend go? Went well. Went well. Ups and downs, but uh, overall, it went it went really well. Uh, other than you know, it, it's it's the refing again, but um. I, I I won't say where uh, you and I are coaching at. You know what I mean, just for conflict reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the I I tell you, man, and the the, the kids I have, it, Mike, they get they got a lot of potential, man. They they really do. With what I had, and I had six guys on vacation. Dude, that yeah, that's awesome. Six guys on vacation, and you know the, the two games that we won this weekend. Uh, we went six 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 one and eight nothing. Dude, that's that's a really nice start. Well, not a start, but that's a really nice weekend for you guys. I wish yeah. I went like that. We lost both games by one goal, pretty much. And it's just it's annoying. Well, I mean, yeah. Let's talk about your your game yesterday. That you have, you have to vent about the game yesterday with the back bar shot. Oh my god, here we fucking go. So, <laughs> all right. I was always one of those players growing up to wear my heart on my sleeve. And oh, man, even in coaching, I just I I rest for dog shit. And I'm one of those yeah. guys that. I'm not really one to blame refs, but holy fuck, do they miss blatant calls on both ends? Not even just from like their side. Like we had some retaliations they didn't call. And yeah, before the game, the one ref comes up to me. Mind you, they're 15 minutes late to the game. The refs? Yeah, the, the refs, refs were. Yeah. So they're 15 minutes late. So we're waiting around. Our guys are sitting on the bench, and then all of a sudden the ref comes up to me. He's like, "Oh, good thing it's a non-league game." And I was like, "All right, yeah." And uh, right away, he's like, oh, we'll just keep things rolling here. Bro, they let so many icings go. They let so many calls go. One of, one of my players got blown up center ice. No puck anywhere near him. Like, not even in his feet, nowhere near his stick. Like, just yeah. blown up center ice. No. I fucking blew a gasket. Blue gasket. Oh, it's kind of like my, my knee on knee. Oh, my. Bro, and then I'll tell you what, we almost had that same incident yesterday where one of my players almost need another kid. Like, you know, I, I hopefully not deliberately, but at the same time, I even told him, I was like, listen, you can't be going around doing that shit. Don't extend your leg out. That's a dirty play. And yeah. Uh, so yesterday, where the first goal, the way it goes in against us, we lose 2-1. So first goal, it goes in against us to make it one nothing. My defenseman tries to rim it hard off the glass in our defensive zone. And they had, like, one forward checker. Their F2 was basically sitting in the high slot. And their F3 was sitting at the blue line. Bro, it goes around, like, right where the Zam hit the, hit the partition, kicked right out to their F2 right in front of the slot. The kid just taps it in. And I was just like, even, I, I even looked at my defenseman. I was like, you can't do anything about that. Like, that's just such shit luck. And, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like a goalie has to be paying attention no matter what. Because I guarantee you, he thought it was just going to be easy wrap. And that comes out. He wasn't paying attention. Next goal, it comes down. It's literally, I think, the next shift. Uh, weak goal. Comes down. Kid literally just shoots it. Low blocker. Right top of the circle. Goes in. Two of my defensemen were on the kid. And the kid just shoots it bo- between both of them. Goes in. I was like, oh, fucking A. Yeah. And uh, we scored one goal pretty quick. And then right after that, we had the tying goal. And you know that, like, every player knows the difference between sounds when it hits, like, that uh, inner bar, like, underneath oh, and the outside absolutely. post. Bro, yeah. it made that such, like, hollow thud sound. And you, like, everyone even said, like, it, it, you saw the top of the net move. Bro, came out so quick. And then the ref wasn't even on the goal line. Sitting on top of, like, the face-off dot. Doesn't call it a goal. I, oh, my God. Fucking blue gasket there, too. 
And this is a, a U16 game, and a bunch of 14-year-olds are hearing me dropping F-bombs left and right. I'm surprised they didn't get tossed in a non-league game. So, yeah. you're welcome. But, I, I, I mean, we, we touched on this before, time and time again. You know what I mean? It's it, it, We understand there's a shortage in refing. We totally do. But don't be there to collect a fucking paycheck. Just don't be there. I understand you're getting paid, but don't be there to fucking collect a paycheck. Do you agree or disagree? Absolutely agree. And let me just tell you, we played against a team yesterday that had, oh, my God. How do I say this nicely? I don't even know if I can say this nicely. Big Bertha is what the boys were calling her. All right. Yeah, she was the biggest player on the other team. If that, if I can put that in perspective for you, and no okay. offense to her, but she she killed one of my best players almost. Like I'm pretty sure he has a concussion. Like she couldn't stop, right? <laughs> so she basically tried to use like all of her weight on like either one of my players to like slow herself down. So she tried doing that, going into the corner of one of my guys, but, like, took his legs out. He went head oh, first God. into the boards, and she fell on top of him. He comes back, and he's like, Coach, I honestly think I cracked my helmet. And I was like, what, from the boards? He's like, no, from her. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. Dude, like, these kids are just ripping on her. And I was like, the worst part is they're petrified of her. No one wanted to go near her. No one. So Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what I was dealing with yesterday. They're talking all this shit, but yet no one wants to go near her. That's the thing. I Valley training camp all over again. (laughs) 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 What's up, Tucker? Oh, you know, just hanging out today. How you been? Good. Good. You know what? You know what Tucker wants to do? He wants to come up to PA and, uh, you know, coach. Yeah, I I know. We've been uh, texting here and there about it. Tell you what, not a bad idea. We just got to talk to a few people. Yep. Not a bad idea. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you know, Tuck, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing you up here. Have a couple birds with you, you know? Oh, yeah, reunion tour. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be Tucker all over again at the fucking tournament, except he wouldn't be walking. Yeah, true. pretty much. Yep. Very true. Yeah, so... Yep weekend right and finally witnessed a fight at a bar it's pretty it was no pretty kind of com- it was comical honestly I, like i was just you know shooting shit outside smoking a dart with my buddy and uh all of a sudden like you know we're drinking a few beers i'm pretty banged up and he's like yo there's a fight and i i didn't even pay attention i was like still talking to my one buddy he's like yo you motherfucker turn around so i turn around shit like what's up wwe like what we got going on here so yeah this fucking one guy apparently like long hair blonde guy big dude maybe like six two probably like 200 some pounds right all banged up he's just pissed off at the world because he was trying to go out some other guy's girl she denied him and let me tell you i'm sorry she looked ah god i don't even know how to say this nicely either woof all right there we go well his girlfriend uh, yeah it not good the wall looked better, let's put it that way. So, uh, the guy gets all pissed off anyway. He's outside, and the guy comes up to him. He's like, yo, like I'm just telling you, like I'm just stay away from my girl. And all of a sudden, the guy gets up, tackles him into a car, and it's basically like a little wrestling match, right? Guy's shirt's all ripped up. And another guy comes out of fucking nowhere, tackles this the guy that was like all pissed off that he got denied. And uh, goes into his car, and I'm like, oh, a gun's coming out, a gun's coming out, right? No, where we at? at? By you? Let's be honest. This place is called Palmerton. It is capital Hickville, all right? So I'm I'm assuming he's grabbing a gun. The motherfucker goes and grabs a flashlight and mace. I'm like, what are you going to do, blind him with one thing and literally blind him with the other? Like, (laughs) what's the point of that? What's, but, what's that fucking character? Special Agent Doofy or do what is it? <laughs> special oh God, Special, special Officer, officer Doofy reporting for duty. Dude, I die every time. That's what I thought of like in a sense where oh he's gonna grab something, grab something, grabs like a squirt gun, like what? Yeah. I bet he went home and vacuumed his room afterwards, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that movie. I'll tell you what. Mike, one one topic I wanted to bring up while you're on the phone or not on the phone, on uh, the podcast and Tucker's on the podcast. 
is the fact that, you know, eventually, you know, your kids and my kids are going to find out about the podcast and listen. Right. <laughs> so yeah, what I want is I wanted to touch on, touch on a subject while Tucker was on the, on the, on the podcast is, don't touch you know, the kids. We know. It's no, no about, Twitter. you know, kids listening to their fucking coaches. Oh yeah. No, that's dude. With a you bunch know, of 16 year olds, it, it's like pulling your hair out. But when you watch it happen, you're just like, oh I, I God, tell you, like, you know, sex. we'll, we'll, we'll go into it right now. But I like, like for example, you know, yesterday mm-hmm. I literally told the kids, I'm like, you know, do this one, this set play, it'll work. Right. I, it was awful. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> so it was off of face off, right? And mm-hmm. I told the kid, I push it, push it between the guy's legs, right? Go around or push it between the guy's legs, push the guy ahead, and the guy's gonna fucking come. The guy behind him. Mm-hmm. What do you think fucking happened? Happened just like that. That happened, right? They look at me by the bench and they're like, oh my. I was like, it worked, coach. And I, what do you think I said, Tucker? No shit, it worked. <laughs> weird, right? Weird. weird no shit. <laughs> Fucking weird. You yeah, know, you've so only got about like, three signature lines for when shit actually goes your way. So yeah. So like you know, it's it, you know to the kids listening, going to play midgets or juniors or whatever you're gonna play. Listen to your coaches, okay? You know, I had a handful of players last year that literally listened, and Tucker was one of them. And you know, when when you listen, shit goes right. You know, it's, we're not there to just, you know, we're not like the rest. We're not there to fucking collect a paycheck. We're actually passionate about coaching. I I know I am. I know Mike is, you know what I mean? It's, you know, Mike and I talk about coaching all the time and, you know, what we could do better to be the players, even though we're winning games, we want to be better. So on the thing about, the thing about coaches too, it's like, as a player, you only focus on yourself and bettering yourself, but a coach sees every player out there, knows their weaknesses and knows their strong points. So when a coach tells a player to do something, it's not just for his betterment. It's for the betterment of the team as well. Absolutely. And all the gears need to be cranking in order for shit to be working. And if you got one gear, that's going to be a stubborn jackass and not move. I mean, yeah, obviously we all, your well-oiled we machine's that. not going to be functioning. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Like, it's one of those things that I have a couple of things I can touch on with this. That, like, so for me, I hate like if you're the coach, no one else should be trying to critique. Like, besides like you know your director or something oh. like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you're I not hate, wrong. I hate when the parents or someone tries to tell me how to do something. It's like you don't think I see what's going on out there. Like, you don't think I know something's not right. Or like, you know, if a neutral zone breakdown happens, you don't think I fucking watch that. It's like, that's one of those things that like, it's like, you know, how do I say it? It's like, thank you, Captain Obvious. Like one of those ordeals, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I get really frustrated when it's not even a full 24 or 48 hours and I'm getting, you know, either email or text message like, hey, this way I think we should have did better. It's like, all right, I'm glad you think that. Like, cool. Keep that to yourself next time. I don't know. I'm one of, I'm very opinionated when it comes to stuff like that. No, it's, and I agree. And that's, you know, and I said this to you before, man, it's like, and Tucker chime in if you disagree or agree, but I tell this to Mike all the time. I'm like, listen, like if you guys, if, if your team wins games, you get, you know, congratulated. If your team loses games, it's your fault. Yep. You know, if, if you have a fight yeah. on the bench, it's your, it, it, and that's what it is. And people need to realize that it's, you know, it's your team. It's your time. Leave it alone. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, that's a big thing to any sport. I mean, it's all mental. If you lose your fucking mind and you can't keep your cool, you're going to fall apart. You're going to get eaten alive and other players and your own teammates are going to see that shit. Nobody's going to trust you. My biggest thing, too, is like even within the team, you know, you're going to have the occasional cancers. You're going to have the bickering, the fighting on the bench and pointing fingers like, one thing I try to break through to my guys is we're a team. We're only as strong as our weakest link. So, like, even – like, I'll tell you right now, I tell I tell my guys all the time, line three is the same as line one. They get the same t- amount of playing time because they work just as hard as line one. And I'll tell you right now, my line two, that 
statistically on paper, they're phenomenal. But when you watch them play, too many individuals on one line. But at the same yeah. time, my other two lines are their chemistry is so good, I can't split them. So like, it, it it sucks too because at that point, that's where you know if I throw line two out and they start becoming individuals, they start getting pissed off at each other, pointing fingers, and like, you know, you hear defensemen saying, "Oh, why the fuck are they out with them?" and this and that, bro. I as soon as we came back after that game yesterday, I looked at every single one of them and I. I didn't go off, but at the same time, I, I went to them. And I was like, you guys got to realize that the pointing the fingers and, you know, blaming someone else because they messed up is only going to break you guys down as a team. Like, you're starting to go from a team to individuals from the first two games we started and now we're two and two because you guys want to go back to playing your type of hockey where you watch our games this past weekend. The Both, both games, the neutral zone was a collapse. Everything was just, like, falling apart. You know, no one was making the simple passes. They're losing, you know, the puck in between their skates. Couldn't go tape to tape. It, it was a shit show. And then really? I got fucking people telling me, like, the obvious, like, hey, this is what I think we should be doing. This and that. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, no kidding. You think. I tell your kids I mean, or I tell people that. And yet they go out and do their own thing again. So, I mean, it, like, it kind of – Go ahead, talk. It kind of sounds like when my – uh something my mom used to tell me you know you can point one finger but you've always got four more pointing back at yourself you oh know, yeah basically, basically kind of goes to show like you can blame somebody else for a ton of mistakes but what can you do to control the mistakes yep. you, you can't you can only control your own input and what you get out of it uh, one thing i will say though with my team they don't take bad penalties normally like the and they know better too because i tell them all the time I'm like listen I was always one of those guys to chirp. I was always one to, you know, say something stupid, but I skated away. Like, I didn't yeah. I didn't go keep going at it. And the one thing that happened to us yesterday, we had the face-off down low. And, you know, no penalties are called, but our defenseman went down low to, you know, get into, like, an altercation or, like, a little scrum. We lost the face-off down low then. And I, I even pulled them back, and I, I took them off, like, right away. As soon as I got down in the zone, we can dump it in. I, I pulled them. Told them right away. Yeah. I was like, listen, I get that you guys want to talk shit, right? But you guys also have to realize we just lost the face off because you want to run your fucking mouth. Like, there's a time and place when to do it and when not to do it. You know what I mean? And that's one of those things that, like, at a young age, you got to teach your kids that. So many kids watch the NHL and seeing, like, you know, chirping other guys and thinking it's funny. Like, oh, I'm going to go say that one day. And then you hear refs hear that and he gives you a penalty. It's just, I don't know. Sorry. It's one of those things I get on. Because I deal with it a lot, and I have a line that loves to run mouth, and it's a very good line, once again. But you know what's funny, Mike, is, you know, to, to touch on your, you know, your, how you said, how would you say your line three is, is, say it again? My line three is just as good as my line one, because they work just as hard. Like, yeah, they are such workhorses, and they, they score. They score because they just get the gritty goals. They dump it deep, and they just grind. And I love yeah. it. And what's what's good for me is, you know, and being totally honest with what, what I've had so far with, you know, the three lines of forwards and 4D, I can tell you right now and, like, not, not just, you know, tooting or horn or anything. It's like I don't even have lines. You know so, what I mean? I could, I could put anyone with anyone and they produce. Well, it's not like we had lines when we played juniors in Lehigh Valley or anything. Lines were constantly changing. It just went off of who was playing well that week. I mean, pretty absolutely. much. But at the yeah, same time, that's how you have to play. Like, if you see a line that has better chemistry together and they had a good weekend, you're going to put them back together. Like, if you see a line yeah. struggling, you're going to pull them apart. And that's where it sucks, you know, in a sense where with coaching, you basically, as soon as you're done with the game, you have to write down all your notes, figure out what went right, what went wrong, what lines did well, what lines didn't who went plus who went minus and that's where you break it down statistically and figure out like what should i do next like should i switch lines up do you think i should keep these guys on power play should i put these guys on pk like there's so many things that go through like and i'll be honest i never thought i would think like that until i started coaching and it's like dude you really gotta like break it down like that that's insane Uh, yeah and i mean like another thing is it's like Kids think that it only goes off of their game for how they're going to be viewed for the next week's game, and then they go half-ass practice. Every practice should be considered as a tryout almost, and you're trying for that top spot line. If you're not given 100% at practice, I, 
don't want to see you on the ice, not on my team anymore. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. And that, that's perfectly like that's a perfect example, right? And even like I was telling probably comedy podcasts ago that we did, but when I was working at A, you know, Gumi even said that every game, every practice is literally you don't know who's watching. You never know when you're gonna get called up or sent back down. If if you have, you know, consistently a couple shitty games and not so hot practice and you're mentally like not there, they're gonna send you back down in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? And there's in this industry, there's so many guys at the same level as, as you, but have a better work ethic, have a better mental state, have, how do I say it? A better foundation because they know what it's like to compete and they know what it, they want in life. And if you, if you just go into it and you're like, ah, eh, I know I'm good, but I'm, I'm, I'm only going to give like eh, 70% today. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling a hundred. I guarantee you, I wouldn't want you either. Guarantee it. Yeah. I agree, so, man. It's hundred percent. I don't know, 100%. man. It's it's such a doggy dog world. You know, even a roller, man. Like, dude, look at Joey and Max. Like, oh. they they played what two games with us, and now they're one of the probably one of the best roller players in the country, hands down. So hands down. Uh, you just never know where this industry is going to take you. You don't know, like, I, this one kid. I love this kid to death, uh, Charlie Rongo. You know, he ended up playing with our junior team for the rebels uh two or three years ago and it was funny because he always come to my office afterwards after practices i'll sharpen the skates shoot the shit with him he's like honestly man like i don't know what i want to do and you know we had a heart to heart and i was like what do you mean by that he's like dude i just don't know if i want to you know pursue hockey anymore and just because i don't think i have it i was like bro you don't know that like you don't know until someone truly tells you you can't do it or like your body just gives up like that's the biggest thing is like you have to be able to push yourself until you're about to break until you really know what your true limit is, you know, like, so for yeah. him, he kind of took that to heart and, you know, he ended up playing in Detroit, played juniors out there. Um, I believe he went in, I think he's playing NA right now, but I'm not sure what team. Um, but yeah, he's doing really well. He's playing junior A, one of the top leagues. Um, and I believe he is going to college afterwards. So, so I mean, man, you just really don't know where you're going to go. And he said, even after that, it was just that little heart to heart, like woke him up and was like, dude, just try it until you really like, get told no. Uh, yeah, dude. It's, and that's, that, that's for example with, you know, uh, Chico. Dude, Chico, man. Kid's a beauty. Chico actually is, he's unpacking. I think he's in Toledo right now. He said, I was trying to get him to come on. And he's like, dude, I'm, I'm unpacking right now. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's sick. Like, kid, kid's fucking playing in Toledo now. He went from us to, you know, Wilkes-Barre, barely playing, but also got the experience as well. But, like, the kid, the kid's awesome. So what team in Toledo is he playing for again? Toledo Cherokee. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's solid. And that's yeah, I mean, he's like, gonna and and the kid, the kid's gonna make a difference. He's definitely gonna make a difference up there, man. I'll tell you what. And the biggest thing too is, it's his mentality, man. Like, he just has such a positive outlook on shit. And uh, even like, he gets pissed at himself, which is a good thing because he competes in his own mind. Like, if he lets one in, it doesn't necessarily phase him. He gets pissed off, like I'm not fucking letting another one in. You saw it. Like he's, uh, you remember when he let one goal in? make a glove save, just throw the puck away and just be like, fuck that puck. Like he'd be like, I hate this shit. Like, yeah. Fucking loved it. Fucking loved it. Always had a good attitude, man. Just it was always good. So I don't know, man. I just, I had nothing negative to say about that kid. That's why I wish him nothing but the best. But so sorry. do I, I mean, he, no, he's, he's going to do great things out there. He really is. And then, you know, and you know, to touch on, Keyshawn. Keyshawn's going to play any three. I forget. Tucker, you know where he's going to play? I didn't even know he was going to play. Oh, cool. Sick. <laughs> Last I heard, he was trying to get out here in, Min- like, Minnesota and whatnot, so. I think I, I, I want to say he's going to – I think it's Michigan. Okay. I think he's playing well, in Michigan. Wow, real slim shady. Yeah. Fucking he going to see B-Rabbit. Dude, oh, my God. <laughs> he, he's going to be the next B-Rabbit. Just, you know, oh, a little yeah. darker. <laughs> Gotta love it, though. Kid throws me a shout-out on a SoundCloud song. Gotta laugh at it. Love it. Oh, my God, man. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, 
I'm curious what this NHL le- or the NHL is gonna look like this year with these teams and the trades that have been going around. Oof. Not really I... like honestly, I wouldn't say it's really big trades going around compared to, in my opinion, last year. But I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Like who honestly? Give me your t- pick it right now. Stanley Cup team. Just throw it out there right now. Ooh. Yep. I just wanna just a guess. Philadelphia and Vegas. Wow, that's a bold move, Cotton. That's a that's, very bold. That's a very bold move. That's my pick, I'm, my I'm friend. Going, I'm going with Dallas is going. Dallas has made Absolutely some not. here. Absolutely not. No. I I could see it. I'm saying, We're, dude. I don't know. I really. I'm like I'm. I'm Philadelphia like, and Vegas, bro. It's, it's not gonna be New York Rangers because let's be honest, not gonna happen. No, nope. they just traded their whole fucking team over the summer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, New York pretty much just transferred to Tampa Bay. You know what cracks me up? People t- try to tell me that are like uh, New York Rangers fans, like, oh, we're gonna have a good season. I'm just like, where? Like, in the AHL, the coast? Not, not in the NHL. <laughs> you're not. Like, uh, uh, it's just you, maybe in like the next four or five years, like you guys are your next. They're basically being the next Buffalo Sabers from like fucking eight years ago. So. The Rangers? the Rangers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. They're gonna turn into the Florida Panthers. Unheard of. Yeah. Fuck. Honestly, I this is just me throwing this out there. Um I'm trying to think, man. This could be tough. Like I would love to see. Sorry, I'm I'm really trying to think here. Like fuck Boston. I don't want to see Boston. I'll tell you that much. Honestly, Toronto would be one team I would like to see. Yeah. Obviously I would like to see a Flyers, but that's that's a very far, you know, prediction. Relax, um, guy. Gonna happen. I'm, I, I don't know. So I say so Toronto and we'll go with Sorry, I'm really spacing out with this. I'm looking at I'm looking at rosters right now, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm gonna stay with St. Louis, man. <laughs> like I I would love to see St. Louis go on. You think so? That or Tampa. Tampa has like they've been so close, but yet so far away. Like Tampa has a good team. Yeah, but they had a great team last year, and what happened? Yeah, true. But also, if you look at Toronto, look at fucking. They just signed Jason Spezza, signs a one-year contract. Ford uh, Kerfoot signs a four-year contract. Defenseman CC signs one-year contract. Um, God, I'm gonna fucking butcher these names, so don't yell at me. Uh, Aberg, uh, Augustino, Got it, Casilla, Shore, Wilson, and defenseman Gravel signed contracts. This is all Toronto. Who's this? All Toronto. Yeah, but you forgot to make you forgot to say the the main signing, which are gonna suck. What are you talking about, <laughs> Jason Spezza? No, Dave Hackstall as assistant coach. Oh my fucking god, I forgot about that. That's brutal. Good. That's a rough start. Never mind. I'll tell you right now. With our coaching staff on the Flyers, if we don't make it to playoffs, there's something really wrong. That's the biggest yeah. waste of money if we don't make it to playoffs with three head coaches. Exactly. It's literally three head coaches. Like, holy fuck. I will say it now, too, that Drew will finish in the top two in scoring. Ooh, that that's... I said it. I, I'm telling you. What's today? August nineteenth. Uh, that's you remember this date, my friend. August nineteenth. Drew's finishing top two in scoring. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Oh, dude, I don't think it's gonna be Drew top two. I say top five, absolutely. Mm. Top five, absolutely. Like you got to think. Top. There could be a young buck that comes out of nowhere and puts up more fucking goals than him. Like, think about it. What was it? Ovechkin this past season that had the most. Ovechkin? Yeah. What? He's all, hey, dude, the, the guy's a fucking legend. That's what I mean. What do, you, what do you expect? You fucking put him in the one-time machine, and that's all you got to give him. Literally, one tease per day is... Yeah, dude, you have 51 day long. in fucking 81 games, and that's regular season. Uh, what was his plus-minus this year? I'm going to say 34. Plus 34. 40. Oh, that's good. Holy... Oh. Actually, I take that back. I take that back. I'm sorry. It was seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, because penalty minutes was 40. I looked at the wrong one. 
Yeah, but still, man, seven's not bad. Last year he was three. The year before that he was six. 2015 season, he was 21. Bro, 2009-2010 season. What do you think? He was a minus or a plus. Yeah, what do you think his plus minus was for 2009-10 season? Minus 28. Absolutely not. Plus 45. Holy shit. That's ridiculous. He had 50 goals. 59 assists, 109 points in 72 games played. That That's – I'm telling you, man, this guy's a god. And, like, if, that's the thing. Think about that. You bring Pavel Datsuk, he's still playing the KHL. He can't come over here and still probably wipe the floor. Mm. Uh, think about it, man. Mm. If Ilya Kovalchuk's coming up back over, come on. And it's all about speed and, like, you don't need to worry about size anymore in a sense. Like, if you have good hands, good IQ – know where to be, you'll do fine. Yeah. Pavel Dasu is a fucking naturally gifted like forward. He, I would kill for half his hand. Just give me half your hand so I can actually stick handle, not like a fucking meat wallet. Oh, fucking meat wallet. <laughs> God damn it. But, alright, alright, let's put it this way. Who do you think is going yeah. to be top goaltender this year? And don't say Carter Hart. Top goalie? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not gonna be Bennington. I don't think Bennington. He's gonna have a good start, but uh, you co- come back to me on that one. Give me give me two minutes. Okay. All right. Two minutes. Who do you think is gonna be? Who do you think is gonna be probably top team going into the playoffs? Top team. Yep. Give me your top four. From uh, top four, I would say, uh, shit. I'm gonna go Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Wash. Say hi, Braden. Hi, hi, Brady. I'm gonna hi. go Washington, Florida, uh, Nashville, Florida. Be quiet. Washington, Nashville, New Jersey, Philly in the East. Okay. I'm going to go Vegas. No, Nashville's in the West, right? Nashville's in the West. Sorry. We'll go East. I'll go Washington, Boston, New Jersey, Philly. Okay. In the the West, I'm going to go Vegas, Nashville, San Jose, and I'm gonna say the Coyotes. Oh, dude, I was that's that's a good, that's not a bad call. All right, here's mine for the Atlantic. I'm gonna go Toronto, the Met. Yep. I'm gonna probably go with Carolina. Oh fuck, man. On Central Pacific, I'll probably go either Vancouver, or Anaheim. Okay. Um, Central. This is my tough one. This one I'm stumped on because. I think Minnesota might have a hot year this year. Wrong. Mm, I don't know, man. Look at what Carolina did last year. I mean, that's fair, but... Look at what fucking St. Louis did last year. Yeah. Suck it. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with my top top goalie. Carter. I'm going to go... Nope. I'm going to go with Mike Smith. Wow. Mike Smith... Or Robert Leonard. Robert Leonard's Robert Robin Leonard's gonna have a comeback year again. Oh, that's give you. Oh, that's give you a good one. That's my two. Okay, that that's honestly really that's not bad. Like, I I think Bennington's gonna be solid again this year because he's coming off a good year. Even though I said he probably won't, I think he might because let's be honest. Look at you know Murray. Look at Matt Murray after, what, he won the Stanley Cup in the next couple of seasons. He had a phenomenal seasons. So, he's going to come in with a little swagger. His ball's going to be hanging down around, around the floor, I think. Just ask, Matt, just ask Matt Murray about the stadium series. Good call. Good call. Thank you, Claude Drew. Appreciate it. Hey, fucking Pittsburgh had a 3-1 lead. Yep, and those fans lead. behind us can still suck a bag of dicks. Just saying. With five minutes to go in the game. Oh, yeah. High five. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, bummer. You guys don't want to high-five us now? Weird. Yep. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, you see where Stoli got signed to? I forgot to bring this up. He got signed. No, you didn't. Anaheim, baby. Two, no they shit. got a two-year deal. Good for him. 
But I don't know if he's playing down or if he's playing up. So that's one of the things that I would definitely need to shoot him a message, see what's up with him. Dude, uh, Colton Saucerman signed with Idaho again in the uh, the coast. Fuck yeah. How, I wonder how he's doing, man. Have you uh, talked to him lately? Here and there. You know, I told him that he'll hit me up during hockey season. I, I He was, you know, he was traveling a lot during the summer, I saw. And I asked him, you know, like, what are the chances of him playing in the A again? He said very good. So, I mean, we got to if, – if he once he plays in the A again, we have to go, like, Hershey or Lehigh. We got to go watch him. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'll definitely go watch him. Hey, so real quick, uh, can we bring up a pretty decent topic about goaltending real quick? Um, yeah. Let's talk about Henrik Lundqvist. What do you think his career is looking like after either this season or next season? He sucks. I can't stand him. Well, think about it, though. He does have 449 – or, yeah, 449, almost 450 career wins. But Marty Brodeur okay. is the all-time leader, right, with 691. So, yeah, it's not like he does – he's a fucking I, man. That's why. I wouldn't say he sucks. It's just I just don't think the team in front of him is any good. And he's getting hung out to dry quite a bit. And now he's starting to get lit up because I think his confidence is starting to go down. That's my opinion, you know. Listen, I'm not. I I never. I you, dude. I hate the fucking Rangers. I'll I'll never respect the Rangers. It's just you know, the guy makes a fucking save and the goddamn garden goes crazy. Cause on a fucking save, a routine save. Because let's be honest, I mean, that's all they really got going for him. I get it. I get it. But like, fuck. As soon as they lose Hanky, they might as well just say, you you know what. We're not gonna come up. We're not gonna go to the away games. You can just give him the wins. We'll we'll meet you back right. at our rink. You said you said he's got what four hundred and forty nine wins. Yep. The guy's got four hundred forty nine wins and he's got two shy of three hundred losses. Yeah, you're right. Like, like, come on. But my right. So for me, it's he has a total game played eight hundred fifty seven. Um, like you said, 449 wins, 298 losses, OTs were 93. Um, but I just feel like it's tough, man. Like, especially in the NHL, it's almost like you playing in juniors again, like the USHL, the OHL, like you either have a really hot goaltender or they're getting lit the fuck up. And it's almost in the same sense here where if you're not consistent, you're going to get pumped. Listen for years. And you know, how many years was Tortorella there? Four? Oh, fuck. I think longer than that, to be honest. Five? Yeah. It might All be right. that. You, you take those five years away, okay? Five years you take away from defensemen and forward blocking shots for him. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He's, he's going he's gonna to get fucking shots on him, like, like fucking – they probably made 120 attempts at shots, right? And 28 of them got through. You take a goalie that's getting 40 to 50 shots a game, he's not he, – you're not going to win. You're not. So him making 17, 20 saves a game and him getting the win, come on, man. You know what kills me too? Like, for the guy that is apparently the king or, you know, named the king and, like, reigns supreme for whatever, he only technically has two awards. And one was back in 2011, 2012, and it was the Vesna Trophy. Uh, the Vesna Trophy. And then back in yep. 05 and 06, it was the Olympics when Sweden won gold. That, that's, He'll never win a cup. That's all he has. He'll man. never win a cup. So that's what kills me. I feel like the only reason why they call him king is because he's in New York City, and that's the only thing that they really have. Because if they throw anyone else in right now, they yep. get shit pumped. And let's talk about, you know, you want to talk about Burdor? You know, like I, you know, me being a Flyers fan, I, you know, I'm not a Devils fan. I respect the Devils. I respect the Devils organization due to the fact that my brother-in-laws, my father-in-law, my family, uh, my in-laws like the Devils, okay? But for me, I think Marty Brodeur is the greatest goalie of all time. I'll take – I can't take that away from him. You have to figure the guy played with ties, yep. right? He played with two lockouts. Oh, that's right. He played, you know – all these games, won all these games during two lockouts and ties involved. That's what I mean, man. Like, I don't know, man. Marty Brodeur is – he is the foundation for goaltending in the NHL, in my opinion. Hands down. Like, he Hands is, down. it's just one of those things that he set so many records. He's basically the Wayne Gretzky for a goaltender. Dude, if you, if you take 
Okay, when the lockout was what, 2004, 2005, mm-hmm. and 2008, 2009, correct? Am I am I wrong with that? Or uh, I think you actually are correct with that. I'm okay. Not looking so that up right now. Take, if you take if you take two of those seasons, mm-hmm. and he was averaging 40 to 45 wins per season. A season? Oh. Yeah. Okay, and the season of lockout, he went 19 and nine, right? Yep. And if you add, he played 78 games, 77, 77, 50. He was playing almost 70 games, and you put him in during a lockout, and he won 40 games. The guy would be close to 750 wins. Yeah. But that's what I mean. It's just the, the guy's fucking got the goods, man. Always has. He's amazing. Like, like amazing. And, you know, and I, I thank God. Like, Landon's first, first hockey game, I took him to the Flyers-Devils, and Mardor, Brodor played and threw a shutout. That was Landon's first game. <laughs> Here, let's see. Right? So, you know what I mean? I'll never, I'll never knock the Devils. I'll never, you know, knock Marty Brodeur. Never. You said when was the lockout again? My apologies. I want to say, I think it was 2004, 2005, and 2008, 2009. Is that correct? Uh, 2008, 2009 was correct. And I believe it was 2012, 13, because he only had 29 games actually played. He was hurt that year. Oh, then. Yeah. yeah it, then, then they lost to the Kings in the finals. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah. What year you, did you say? Sorry, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and two thousand four, two thousand five. Two thousand four, two thousand five. I knew that was a lockout. I think you're right. I'm not sure, but either way, you're right on oh or oh oh eight oh nine. So the other lockout was when the Kings won their first cup that season. But nineteen and nine with thirty one games played, and yet that was yeah, Tucker. Then that's what it is. It was yeah. uh, three OTs. Yeah. Was it two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen? That 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 might be it because there's only twenty nine actual games played. We can also look it up really quick because I am on my computer. NHL lockouts. Yeah, it was two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we got. So he. I think he got. I think he got hurt in 1994-95 NHL lockout, which canceled many of the games in 94-95 season, shortened the regular season to 48 games. Okay. So there you go. Then he got. He played during. He got three lockouts. Three lockouts. Technically, technically more because 92 there's NHL strike, which postponed 30 games. Uh, 94-95 canceled. uh, Only had 48 games. 24 or 2004-05. Which canceled all the games of the 04 yep. 05 season. 2012 yep. and 13 canceled many of the games and shortened the regular uh, season 48 games per team. So, yeah. So that was three lockouts. Three lockouts, one strike back in 92. And, he's the fu- and he had 691 wins. Yep. Any, any of you guys just disagree? Sit on it. That's what I say. That, dude, honestly, that's, and for how many guys that actually like, his NHL career is 1,266 games played, um, wins 691, 397 losses, ties 105, OTs 49. That's insane. That's literally so – And then you, you take those ties away. Take those ties away and make it a win. Yeah. That's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? He, he – that's, that's retarded. He'd be almost at 800 wins. Yeah. That, that's unreal. And with still – Technically four or three lockouts. Technically four. That yeah, that's just not right. That's so sick to even think about. And on top of that, like if I was his son, man, like that, and you're a goaltender, it's like yeah, you got expectations to live up to and whatnot. But at the same time, like your dad is also a fucking walking legend. Like you have nothing to worry about in a sense where like yeah, so what? You have a bad game. It's like dude, he probably had tons of bad games, but like now look where he's at, Hall of Famer. Like, just nuts. So you want to you want to go on to the next you want to go on to the next topic or save this topic for when we have Jimmy on? What is it? What's it? Uh, Wayne Wayne Gretzky and Crosby. Oh, buddy. Because because Jimmy will go for Jimmy's a Gretzky guy, man. He knows him. My, I I, I either or, man. Because we can bring this up again because it's one of those things that I can go either way with this. Because you know, it's, I mean, it's kind of tough to make that comparison, given like two different eras of hockey, different equipment and the technology that goes into the game now. I mean, it's it's really hard to compare Gretzky and Crosby together because obviously Crosby is 
I will never listen for so long, but obviously Gretzky has the title of the great one for a reason. My thing too is Crosby is a phenomenal player. Gretzky Gretzky is by far a phenomenal player because again, he's another player that was a setting stone for the type of hockey that we play now. He started to bring out the saucers. He started to bring out the toeies, like the, the more finesse plays. Like he was a smaller guy, a faster guy, but back then, there wasn't many guys like that. So, like, for him, he was the Sidney Crosby of the league, you know, now. Like, don't get me wrong, Sid is a phenomenal player, but there's players better than him now. Like, in my opinion, with the way that they play, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's – how do I say it? Sid is always going to be one of the best players, in my opinion, hands down, always. But at the same time, there's so much young talent coming up that – already follow Sid's footsteps, the way that he practices, the way that he trains. If not, they're trying to do better than him because they want to be better than him. Back then, Gretzky was trying – or people trying to do the same thing with Gretzky, but he was already two steps ahead of the game. Like, it, it's it's tough to be two steps ahead of the game nowadays compared to back then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I – I, mm. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think I think Crosby's he's good. He's a phenomenal player, but he'll never. I mean, I, he'll never amount to what Gretzky was. That's just that, that's my. Opinion. Oh, absolutely, I agree with that. I can agree with that. And Gretzky always had McSorley like, looking over his back too. I mean, McSorley was there to protect Gretzky at all times. I mean, what's what's Crosby got? Crosby, dude, Crosby, if you look at Crosby, you get fucking, you'll have Whitney down your throat, George LaRock down your throat, Bill Guerin down your throat, Rick Tockett down your throat. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, though, one thing that I don't like with Crosby, actually, a couple things. Um, for example, for me, I don't enjoy how you are such a big name in the sport, but. Everyone knows he's Crybaby Crosby. He's a whiner, right? Stop whining so much. Secondly, I don't like how he's the one that will start an altercation and skate away, but yet he's like one of those guys that if he sees like the opportunity to be, how do I, say, I guess a scummy, like a scumbag move, like he'll go around and cup check people or he'll do something stupid that yeah. it just like makes you lose respect for the guy. Like you don't want to go around seeing one of your star players going around cup checking someone. That's that's fucking that's a piece of shit move. That's going around trying to slew foot people. They don't see it coming. It's you're gonna lose your kids or you know what I mean. Like I don't know, man. It's just I don't enjoy that. And I sign me know, up. What's, what's that? Sign me up for the kid loss program there. <laughs> for real. So I, I can't say I ever really witnessed Gretzky. I was too young. I was, I'm a '94 baby. Okay, but it's one of those things that. I feel like with Gretzky, I don't think he went around going around trying to cup check people or, you know what I mean? You don't, I mean, listen, Gretzky ran around and, and gave his shots here and there. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. He gave his shots here and there, you know, he, it, it, it is what it is, but. Every hockey you know, player we, does, though, I mean. Every hockey player does it. Oh, yeah. That, well, don't get me wrong, like I said, it, they do that, but same time, it's like, you don't want to see that, like. You don't want to see a guy going around and just be like, oh, I'm going to go fuck around and uh, oh, who can I hit from the numbers real quick? Oh, he looks good enough to me. I'm the smallest guy when you're a bigger guy. Like, I saw that yesterday, even in my youth game. It's like, you see the bigger guys, if they get hit by a better kid, it's like, well, who can I go after that's not my size? Or like, who can I go after and make me feel better? And like, you know what I mean? Like, that's one thing. All I got to say about Gretzky is he's 19 years in the league, his 19th year, right? He played 70 games, 70 games, and had nine goals and 53 assists for 62 points, right? Yeah. On his 19th season, his final season, he's, he was putting up more points than some second and third liners. Jesus. That, that, that's that's actually pretty impressive, though. So... Hey man, we'll we'll bring this topic up when we have Jimmy. We gotta, we gotta. But other than that, boys, you got anything? Nope, I'm, I'm good, good, man. Well, let's finish it out with the good old sponsors. So, real quick, before we get going here, Bear Beards, boys, 
you want some good beer products, got to go check out my boys on Etsy.com. Type in B-A-R-E, Beards. Look up all your beard essentials from combs, bombs, chapstick. Um, I'm assuming they got gels. They got merchandise from hats, T-shirts. You name it, they got it. Um, if you guys want to use the promo code GONGSHOW10, it'll get you 10% off your entire order. Um, if you guys want to contact them directly, go to Facebook.com. Type in Bear Beards and Vinny, Eddie, and whoever is working for them now will get in contact with you guys. But it's a very good product. We trust them. Um, good friends of ours. But I use it all the time, man. Dude, they're chapstick. I I'm actually. I gotta hit up. I gotta hit them up because I'm running out of stuff. That's what I mean, man. Go on Etsy if you if you don't have the time. Go on Etsy.com. Give them some love. See you Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to uh, AT8 Hockey. Uh, go check them out on Instagram and Facebook at AT8 Hockey. They got all your needs for sticks and uh, hats and uh, merchandise and shirts as well. Uh, go give them a follow, AT8Hockey on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, yeah, of course. And, you know, once again, Goodwood Hockey is – it's one of those things that we've been with Goodwood Hockey for, what, how long now? Months? Six months? Five months? 88? No, no, not even 88, just with Goodwood. Oh, God. For a while. It's, right? It's the beginning, man. So it's sick, though, because like we always say, Kelly's been with us for, you know, a long time. Um, we you know we're very grateful for her and also good with hockey. And also we were able to meet John Chiavo. Um, and the one thing I got to say about that is if you guys ever want to go on good with hockey, show John or Kelly some love. Uh, John came out with a new line called Rep the Game. Um, and the cool part is with Kelly, she's always about giving back. So whenever you purchase one of her shirts, uh, whatever specific line is out, it will be uh, donated for clean water or the way it's donated back to a charity, which, you know, gives back. And that's what we're all about. We love giving back. And so does Kelly and John. So let's go to goodwoodhockey.com. Um, they have a ton of merchandise. They have their own section for John Chiavo if you want to learn more about him. Um, and if you guys want to learn more about the product, they also have um, a specific uh, tab for that as well. So, again, go to goodwoodhockey.com. Let us know what you guys think. TJ, anything else, brother? Yeah, give a shout-out to uh, Dangle Dangle Productions. Uh, go give them a follow as well on uh, Instagram. They can give you all your jersey needs as well. That's uh, Dangle Productions. Also, a shout-out to Rink Rat Hockey, uh, best wheel in the game right now. Go give them a follow as well on Instagram and Facebook at Rink Rat Hockey. And if you're going to buy wheels from them, give them the promo code Dusty Dimes. Yeah. And uh, word of advice for you guys that like chirping out there. Don't be chirping people if you're fucking down a game. You look like a pigeon. Anyway. Pigeon. Uh, stay dusty, boys. <laughs> stay dusty. <laughs>